Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome live here to Paris, Texas for our Hornets in the Holiday Shootout. I'm Chris Simmons bringing you today's action. Joined by my partner, my co-host, my brother, my blood relative. Kind of hey, like him. Anything else you can say? You're not supposed to talk yet. i got to give you your name first. Sorry. Darren Simmons. Darren. All right. Is there anything else that you could have added to that? I'm not sure. I think you covered all the bases. I could have said a lot one. of more mean stuff, but I chose not to for this one. But, well, we're getting ready to go here today. Hornets getting ready to tape on the, uh, take on uh, the Farmerville Farmers. Uh, in the last uh, round of pool play here at the Holiday Tournament, Hornets so far are 1-1 one one on the day. They're fighting for a spot to, uh, to get into the championship bracket. Yesterday we, we won. Uh, won our first, lost the second to North Lamar uh, in what was a game full of free throws and fouls and everything. We're hoping for a fresh start today all the way around with the referees, with, with the game uh, game simulation, uh, everything else. Let's get a flow to this game and let's see how we do, Darren. Yes, sir. We, we have a new set of refs today. So we won't, we're will we hoping that we keep our, heads, keep our heads cool while we're going through, get going early on and often. It's exactly what we need to do. This Farmerville team, they lost to North Lamar, I believe, by 58. 58 yesterday. 58 yesterday. And we lost to North Lamar by 10 in a game that really that doesn't describe how either team could play. So we don't know exactly where we stand with that. But I feel like today will be a good day for the Hornets to get their psyche up, make sure that they get, get it going on the road. Yeah, I think you're exactly right there. We started off with a strong win against Wascom in uh, what was a game where offensively we started off very, very strong in a first half like we haven't seen before. Quite honestly, with back and forth action, um, converting buckets, uh, forcing turnovers, uh, sol- solid start yesterday. Also, Colin Kraft just had a, a game. Uh, talk about it for a little bit. What did we, what did we see from Colin yesterday? Colin stepped up big in the morning. He he knew he had a size advantage. So whenever he got down low, they made sure that everybody knew that was his paint, that was his area, that he would be dominant the whole game. And that's exactly what we should expect today in this first game. There's a little bit of a size mismatch. I believe Colin can take advantage of that. Our post should be able to get there. They're a little bit more athletic, a little bit taller, bigger. So this is going to be a nice matchup for our post today. Yeah, without a doubt. And here's the thing. You're playing in the tournament. You're playing six day, or six games in about a uh, little bit between 48 and 72 hours, uh, depending on when, when the last game we play tomorrow is going to be. So it's all about keeping our legs fresh. Our Hornets have, have had a, a great job. Uh, we have a great team full of great depth uh, that we're able to pa- uh, call upon at any given point. Uh, in the ball game, which yesterday we needed it. Yesterday we had it was there a point where Dakota West was fouled out. Gargas had four, all in, in the halfway through, uh, not even halfway through the third quarter. So our depth has been huge this season so far. Absolutely, we have a team of 11 players, and Coach Peterson is not afraid to put all 11 in at any given point in the game. So that definitely helps. Whenever you have foul trouble early on. We are always able to go to the bench, somebody who's more than capable to take over that position. Yeah, I think you're right. Hornets are, uh, you know, we have Cameron Risby kind of struggling with a little bit uh, of an of an injury, kind of a, a leg injury from what, what we've been able to tell. I uh, just feel like he's pulled something. Uh, so we haven't got to see him as much uh, this season uh, or, or this uh, this tournament, not this season. This season he's been doing great, been a spark all the way around. But I'm expecting big games here from Colin Kraft, Reed Glass. But talk about yesterday, Javarius Cooper. Just just brought it, just flat out brought his A game uh, the entire day. The entire day he was hustling, he was nonstop. Whenever he got the chance, he would pick off a pass. He had, I, w- I want to say it was around 12 skills or so yesterday alone, if I count if I counted correctly. So that's just that's just a testament to his defense ability, to his 
commitment to defense, commitment to his team, going out there, just giving it all every time he's on the court. But he, yeah, but he didn't just leave it there. He I mean, he, didn't the leave it there. he forced the issue. He forced the issue. He would get the steal. He went right back at him on the transition. He finished multiple transition layups, exactly what you need to do. Even if there was defense on him, he drew the contact, finished the layup, got the foul. He, he did exactly what you need Javarius to do in this kind of tournament with this caliber of team. Yeah, working between uh, a lot of, of difficulties, quite honestly, with, with the defenses that, that were played, but he, he able to was able to finish, able to draw contact, able to go up strong. So we've got to have more of the same. What we didn't see yesterday was Gargas uh, doing what Gargas typically does. Um, mostly foul trouble that second game. Um, even even foul trouble in the first game as well. So um, I almost got hit by a basketball there in warm-ups. That's kind of fun. I could have caught it knock it down, baby. Always ready to shoot. Always. Uh, always ready. Uh, but overall, just uh, we didn't get to see Gargas as much. So today, uh, I feel like he's going to play with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. He's ready to, to, to come out, show what he can do, uh, and, and bring it back to the level of intensity that he always brings. Absolutely. But the love, I, the thing I love about Gargas is that even though he wasn't himself on the offensive end, he, that didn't let him keep him from playing defense, giving it all for his team. He, he went out there every time, and he made sure that he gave everything he had. Yeah, even he, if he was in foul trouble, even if he wasn't being as offensively productive as he normally is, he still made sure his team knew that he was out there to give it all for them. Yeah, he, he gets right in the defenders. I mean, he's able to, to read. He's kind of like a safety on the court uh, in transition, but then once uh, uh, once you play him one-on-one, he's got the quickest hands uh, on the team by far and able to come up with rips, steals, uh, just kind of at will. So we look for more of that and more of the same. Well... We'll be right back. We're going to have our tip-off starting lineup, starting lineups, moment of silence here in just a moment. Thank you so much for listening to Hudson Hornet Basketball here on The Nest. Soundtext designs and integrates professional audio video systems for houses of worship, commercial, and residential applications. Our customers benefit from the personal attention we bring to every project. We care about you, the end user, and your goals as our top priority. Soundtext provides audio, video, lighting, control systems, and live event rentals. Don't get left behind. Look around and see if your environment can benefit from an audio video boost. Soundtext is online at soundtext.com. I'm Dr. Jeff Glass, a pediatrician at the Children's Clinic. As a father of three, I can relate with parents whose child becomes sick. Our staff helps to alleviate this fear and anxiety because we are caring and competent in what we do. We consider ourselves a part of your team and take our job seriously. Parents entrust us with their child because they know we have the expertise to get their child healthy and back into action. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. A&B Body Shop should be your collision decision. A&B Body Shop provides quality and reliable auto repair services at reasonable rates. We have been in the industry since 1980, giving you not only experience but expertise as well. At A&B Body Shop, we ensure the superior service that you deserve. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Contact A&B Body Shop today at 936-632-2020 or anbbodyshop.net for a free estimate. Dr. Dan Fuentes is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon practicing in Lufkin at the Texas Specialist Center. Dr. Fuentes has over 21 years of experience in the field. Speaking English and Spanish, Dr. Fuentes will meet all of your orthopedic needs. His office is located at 208 Gaslight Boulevard, and you can contact him by phone at 936-634-8800.
Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome back here to Paris, Texas. We're in the pregame right now. Hornets getting warmed up, getting ready to go against the Farmerville Farmers. Uh, classification 3A, Region 2, District number 13. Uh, we, we are seeing a... Um, a a team right now that uh, kind of got dismantled yesterday against North Lamar. That can be a good thing for us. That might show that we may be a superior team. But that also might mean, Darren, that they're going to come out today uh, with the spark, trying to get into the, the gold-level bracket instead of the silver uh, here starting this evening. Absolutely. This Farmerville team, they're 15 deep, so you know that at least one of them is going to have a little spark after that game yesterday. They want to get a little bit done more today. We're, we're just have to make sure our Hornets uh, keep their head on straight. And don't, don't allow the easy buckets, the easy things to could happen out on the court whenever you get distracted. They heard us talking about them, so they're going to throw a basketball our way. That, that's what happened there. You heard a little, uh, little rustle. Uh, but overall, just uh, looking at them, quick scouting report, obviously never seen them before. Uh, I haven't seen one player uh, not hit a three here in warm-up. So look, looking to shoot, but Hornets do have a size advantage. They do have the athletic ability uh, advantage here in the ball game. So we'll see uh, how this turns out to be for our Hornets. Is we're getting ready now uh, to, to get tip-off going. But before we do, we're going to pause for a moment of silence and play, uh, for a moment of silence. Brought to you by the Student Ministry of Lufkin's First Baptist Church. We thank you so much, the Student Ministry of Lufkin's First Baptist Church, Inside Out Student Ministries, uh, for sponsoring that moment of silence and bringing all of our fans at home, Hudson Basketball. Well, now we're ready for our starters for our Hudson Hornets. We've got the same starting five uh, as we typically do at the point guard, number 10, Josiah Gargas. Number 11, another guard, co-captain Dakota West. At the forward, number 22, co-captain Reed Glass. Number 24, Javarius Cooper. And at the post, the big man, 6'6", senior, number 44, Colin Kraft. And we're all getting set here uh, for the broadcast for our Hornets. Got tip up, Hornets. We're at the baseline, so a little bit uh, awkward view uh, from what we're compared to. Sit, usually sitting in midcourt, but we're ready to go here uh, in Paris in the auxiliary gym for the final round of pool play. Ball, ball is up. Tip controlled by Colin Kraft. Tip right to Josiah Gargas, and Josiah finishes with the left hand, starting it off quick. Hornets lead 2-0 here to start off the ball game. They come out in the press immediately. Farmersville working it. They get it. They beat the press. To get it down to number 32, that's a lead. Puts up the shot, it's off the mark. Rebound by Cooper. Cooper gets it up now to Gargas on the right wing. Gargas dribbling over towards the free throw line. Kick out the glass now, left wing back to Gargas to reset the offense. Cooper now with it in the corner. We're going to work it around the perimeter. Swing around. Cutter West has it now. Back on the right wing to Cooper. Cooper will take the three. Javarius Cooper for three. And the Hornets jump off to a 5-0 lead here. Just exactly what we're needing, Darren, to start off this ball game. Yes, sir. This is exactly what the Hornets came out looking to do. They work the ball around, find the open man, knock down the shot. Now working uh, down the court, number four, that's Caleb Tyford. Uh, called for the travel as he went for the spin move in transition. It's a turnover against Farmerville, and it'll be Hudson basketball. So now Hornets working against a, a slight 1-2-1-1 one, one, one press. 
from Farmerville. Gargis gets it down in the baseline to Cooper. Cooper, good bounce pass to Glass. Glass takes a dribble, though. Dribbles it off his knee, though. Turnover against the Hornets. Be Farmerville basketball. So the Hornets starting off. Quick start, as we expected. They jumped on it yesterday. We're hoping for more of that to continue here in this ballgame. The first game of the day. We'll have another one this evening. Farmerville coming down. It's, it's Luke working in the right corner. Right in front of us here. Attacking the baseline. Uh, attacking the right side. We're going to get Reed Glass called with the block. Didn't move his feet quick enough. And so it'll be Farmerville basketball. First foul of the game for either team. Checking into the game now for Farmerville. Number 24, Tory Brown coming in for Andrew Lee. And it'll be Farmerville inbounding under, under the right side of the basket of their own basket. Good move. That's, that's out of bounds. Yes, it is. <laughs> it took him a second to realize it. Uh, Farmerville tried to inbound it. Jatai Gargas uh, deflected it up in the air and then threw it off the body of, of the inbounder while it was out of bounds. So turnover against Farmerville. Hudson basketball again. Three uh, forced turnovers for the Hornets so far in this ballgame. Hornets to bring the ball. Javaris Cooper drives to the lane, finds Colin Kraft down low and right, right side, puts up a shot, and it's good. Too easy there. Too easy. And it's so easy that Farmerville is going to be calling a timeout to try to regather the troops here in the early start. We're going to take a break as well. You're listening to Hudson Hornet basketball here on the Nest. In 1951, Mr. Billy Pippen opened Pippen Motor Company, and the legacy continues today. Our dealership services Panola County and surrounding areas with the best that GM has to offer. Here at Pippin Motor Company, we pride ourselves on taking care of the customer the first time. We look forward to talking to you and exceeding all your service needs. You can contact us at www.pippinmotorcompany.com or by phone at 903-263-0712. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome back to Paris. Our Hornet starting off with an early 7-0 lead. Here with not even two minutes off the clock. And so Farmerville called a timeout to try to regather the troops. And they'll be inbounding now working against the press. But immediately Reed Glass comes up with a steal on the press. Finds Dakota West going up on the right side. Loses control of the ball, though. Goes out of bounds. It'll be Farmerville basketball. Two early unforced turnovers for our Hornets so far. Got to clean up the sloppy play, especially getting ready uh, for tonight's ball game if we were to, if we were having to win this one. Absolutely. We, you know, it's an early game, but you have to make sure that you, you get away, you wake up earlier that Josiah Gargis, though, on, on the press break, uh, <laughs> on the press, comes up with the steal, finishes with the left hand, draws the contact, and one. As Farmerville is trying to skip the ball across the court, Josiah Gargis there, like the safety that we talked about. He, he's just so smart, heads up basketball play there for Gargis. The finish despite the contact, 9-0 lead for our Hornets. Darren to me to interrupt you there. We'll finish what you were saying, if, if you can remember, if you can recall it. You know, I'm not too sure entirely. <laughs> <laughs> so much just happened. Gargis' first free throw off the front of the rim. Buddy's going to be called for the foul, going for, the, going for his own rebound there. So foul on Gargis. That'll be second team foul against the Hornets, first for Gargis, who played with a lot of foul trouble yesterday. Hornets going to be coming out, 2-2-1 press again, see if we can come up with another, another turnover. Farmerville working it across, across the court. Anderson with the ball up the court now to Luke. He'll pull the three from the right wing. And it's good. Nine to three. Hornets now immediately rush down the court. Trying to we beat the Farmerville team down the court, but Colin Kraft couldn't finish the layup with the left hand. Farmerville gets the rebound. He's attacking in the basket. Number eleven, that's Cole Anderson attacking. Call for the travel while attempting to do the Euro step. So Tra 
tried to Euro, went a little bit NBA style, took three steps. It's going to be a travel call in high school. But you know, like NBA is like 10,000 steps is what it seems like. We rush the ball now. Cooper left side up the court to Glasso pull the three from the left corner. He misses it, but it goes out of bounds. Last touch by Farmerville. Farmer, Farmerville Farmers, Class 3A, District Number 13, here at this tournament. Gargis inbounding now for the Hornets. Gets it to West. Right back to Gargis. He fakes the three. Dribbles with the left hand. Skip pass over to Cooper. Cooper downloaded Glass. Glass goes up. A little baby hook from Reed Glass. It goes in. A quick 11-3 run to start off the game for the Hornets. Always love to see this. Let's see if the offense continues to click and let's just keep putting our uh, foot on the gas pedal. Farmerville now trying to attack. It's, it's Brown trying to make the pass down low. Stolen by Kraft. Kraft gets it up the court to Gargis. Gargis right back to Kraft to reward him. And Colin Kraft with the and one. Fantastic play there by the Hornets. We always say our defense sparks our offense. We are seeing that exactly here today. Just it's a well-rounded team, fundamental full-court press here. Uh, everybody's backside. Uh, everybody's, uh, you know, rotating the right way. Backside's covered and coming up with these steals. Uh, so fantastic job for the Hornets here in just the first three minutes of the game. Kraft now going to be going to the line for one. Free throw is up. Off the back of the rim, though. Rebound. Pulled down by, by the Farmers. Sheriff trying to get the ball now up to, up to Luke. Uh, stolen, though, by Cooper. Cooper can't finish, though, in transition with the right hand. And Farmerville coming back in transition. Now they try to make a full-court pass. Stole by Glass. Glass gets up the court with the left hand with Javarius Cooper. This time he finishes a scoop left, left-hand layup. And so Hornets starting off with the 15-3 run. Hornets really starting off well here in Paris. Where they, uh, Farmerville takes a timeout, and we'll take a break as well. You're listening to Hudson Hornet basketball here on The Nest. When I was a child, my mother always took me to the children's clinic for my medical care. Now that I'm a mom, I take my kids to the children's clinic because no one takes care of them better. Their doctors are specialized in children's health with years of experience in keeping children healthy, developing, and thriving. It is the best place for children's medical care. The children's clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome back to Paris, Texas at the Paris Holiday Tournament. This is a great game we're seeing here. 15-3 lead for your Hornets with 4.40 left to play in the first quarter. Yeah, just, yeah, just a very uh, overall impressive uh, match up there. Sorry I was drinking my hot chocolate, trying to help my throat out so I can be able to broadcast tonight and the next two games tomorrow. Farmerville called another, the second time out already early in this ballgame. Now they're working against the press. They beat it this time. Brown, Torrey Brown now attacking towards the paint. Getting in the middle. He's going to be called for the travel. Took an extra step there. So once again, turnover for, for the Farmers. And Hornets going to come back in, in, in a hurry. Dakota West down the middle of the court finds Cooper, left wing. Cargus now right elbow jumper, and it falls as well. 17-3, Hornets jumping out to a quick start here in the Paris Holiday Tournament, third round of pool play, fighting to win this game. We're going to have a spot in the championship bracket. Now, Weston and Glass have a great trap as they, as they cross half court. Um, but falling out of bounds is number zero, Jaquanian uh, Ellis. And that's already another timeout called by Farmerville. That is three timeouts in the first quarter. They have two left to play with the entire game. Wow. Full timeout. I don't know if I've ever seen this before. I'm not even sure if that was warranted. But... Coach must know what he's doing, so 
so early in the ball game, Hudson up 17 to three with uh, four minutes to go in the first quarter. We had the third timeout taken by Farmerville. It's a full timeout. We'll take a break as well. You're listening to Hudson Hornet basketball here on the Nest. Make the move to First Bank and Trustees Texas checking services and bank with confidence knowing that we have been providing the best in hometown services combined with the latest in banking technology for more than 60 years. And there is no monthly service fee if you open a Simple Lead checking account, which includes text banking, mobile express deposit, mobile and online bill pay, email and text alerts, and much more. Banking at your fingertips from First Bank and Trustees Texas. Member FDIC. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome back. Our Hornets playing very radioactive here in the first game. I'll tell you what, I'm a genius with these song names and mixing them into the, in the broadcast. We'll, we'll say that. Okay, now it's going to be uh, Farmerville Basketball. They get in the corner to Tory Brown. He's immediately trapped by West and Glass. Trying to make the pass out. Stolen by Gargas. Gargas leading the break. For the Hornets, gets it up to Cooper. Right-hand layup. It's good. Easy off the glass. And it's 19-3. Hornets out to, uh, I mean, a 19-3 run to start off the ball game. You can't ever complain about that. Farmerville working against the press again. And it's Sheriff attacking the basket. Goes up for the crazy layup. Rebound by Brown. Brown goes up now over the front of the rim, and he'll finish. And get the and one. Let's see who the foul was called on here. Foul called on number 22, Reed Glass. If I'm correct, that's his second on the game already. Yeah, I believe, I believe you're right. He got the first foul again. This will be his second. Third team foul against the Hornets. That was the second bucket put in by the Farmers. That's only, I would say that's about the fourth time they've actually crossed half court against this press. Free throw off. Last touch out of bounds by the Farmers. So it'll be Hudson basketball. Simon Toll going to check into the game now for Reed Glass, and Hornets going to uh, be working against now a 2-3 zone. Farmerville work, uh, drops out of their press. Cooper now right wing. Skip pass over to Tool. Tool up top to West. West back to, to Tool. Looking for Kraft down low. But instead, he passes back to West. West now trying to make the pass in the corner to Javaris. Has it stolen, though, by Sheriff. Sheriff has it back tapped, though, by Cooper. Cooper, great hustle play there to recover the ball. Turnover, Farmerville. Hornets come in transition. Tool now attacking in the middle. Kick out to Cooper. Cooper pump fakes. Attacks the basket. Goes up for the layup. Man. Call for the charge. Looked like the defender just slid under him while he was in the air, but foul against Javarius Cooper. That should be his first and team fourth. And so it'll be Farmerville working against the 2-2-1 press from the Hornets. It's been very successful so far. Darren, what's the key to, to, uh, to running a press like this? Drug press, you have to make sure you get the ball in the, in, in the middle. If you get it to the sideline, that'll just lead to a bunch of traps for Hudson. So Farmerville needs to work on getting the ball in the middle, working the ball around, passing it, trying not to dribble through this press. And so on the defensive side, you're trying to do just the opposite. You're trying to force the sideline. You're trying to – you're exactly right there. Farmerville gets it across half court. Now it's in the corner. It's, it's Jason Luke. Takes one dribble with the right hand. Dribble handoff now over to Typher. Typher will pull up from 15 on the baseline. Has it blocked by Kraft. Cooper recovers the rebound, and now Hornets on the break once again. Gargis now right wing up top to Cooper. Left wing to West. Now Tool in the corner. He'll pull the three. Simon Tool from the corner. Off the mark. Rebounded by Gargis. Gargis' 12-foot jumper on the right baseline. It's good. So 21-5. Hornets out to an incredible start here in this final round of pool play. Farmerville now working it up the court. It's Ellis in, uh, in the middle of the court. Uh, to Brown. Brown goes up with the right hand. Uh, trying to get it over Kraft. Not many people are going to win that battle. And he sure doesn't. West with the rebound now in transition. Over, bounce pass over to Gargis. Tough finish 
on the right side. Rolls around, doesn't go in, and Palmerville recovers. They're coming back on the inside. And it's number one, Jason Luke, trying to make the, uh, the half-court pass from half-court down on the block to uh, Kobe Sheriff. But it goes out of bounds. Turnover against Farmerville, number nine on the game so far. Into the game comes over 32 Lane Abram for Colin Kraft. Right now the Hornets need to work on slowing the ball down. We're, we're getting transition buckets, but in this kind of game right here, you want to work on your half-court sets. Well, let's yeah make this as effective as possible. We have West with the ball at the free throw line in the lane. Kick out to Cooper. Cooper now on the left wing to Gargas. He pulled the three off the mark. Rebounded, though. Let's see. Rebound. Rebound controlled by Dakota West, and there's going to be a foul called on Farmerville. Okay. On number 25, 24, Brown. Sorry, there's not even 25 on the on their team. <laughs> That's all right, Darren. We all know your eyesight not, is not that good. We forgive you, though, because we love you. Cooper now going to inbound for the Hornets on the right side of the basket. Gets it to West in the corner. West right back with the uh, repost by Cooper. Misses his first shot, gets his own rebound. The tip-in is good, and it's 23-5. So now it's Jason Luke working it, full-court press. Over to Ellis. Ellis now on the right wing to Tyford. He'll pull the three from the right wing. Off the mark, rebound by Cooper. Cooper going to bring it up the right sideline. Miscommunication between him and Dakota West there. The ball goes out of bounds on the baseline. Cooper was expecting West to, to cut down uh, more, and West is spotting up in the corner. So just a miscommunication there. And into the game comes over 13, Shane Estes for Dakota West. Hornets still in the 2-2-1 two, 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 press, trying to disrupt uh, Farmerville even further, just kind of get them out of this game early it, on. I mean, just because we're winning by a big margin at this point doesn't mean that we're going to have the – that was see, that's Jason Luke attacking on the left side, uh, left sideline, and draws a foul against Javarius Cooper. Block called there. Javari's second foul in the game. Fifth team foul for the Hornets. Now Jason Luke going to be inbounding it for Farmerville. Just because, oh, Josiah Gargas comes up with a steal right off of the inbounds. Finds Cooper. Cooper now right side. Pass over to Abram. He'll pull from eight on the left baseline. It's off. And Farmerville recovers. It's Tyford now up the court. Uh, to Sheriff. Sheriff with the left hand is good. Simon told bring the ball down for the Hornets on the left wing. Sets over the left volleyball line. Dribbles down to the right corner. Swings it back up to Javaris Cooper up top. A little sloppy pass, but Javaris recovers. Finds Shane Estes in the left corner. Pass back to Javaris up top. To Josiah, who takes it to the lane. That's a block. Gets That's nothing? That is the worst no-call I've seen out of everything. There had to be a – you have to call something whenever three people go down on the same play. My goodness. Block charges don't care. Call something. Here's the, here's the issue. Uh, even though Horton's going to come out in the press again after the turnover, uh, no matter how much you're winning by at this point, you got to keep your game plan the same because you're playing an incredible opponent tonight. It's going to be very tough. Farmerville putting up the layup right side, hard off the glass. Simon Toll gets the rebound. He'll lead the break up the court to Gargis left side. Now in the corner to Estes. He'll pull the three left corner. He misses rebound. It's recovered by Jason Luke, and they're going to try to come back in transition. Hornets now, we have looked sloppy, though. We have got a little bit more relaxed now that we jumped off to a quick lead, more of what we saw yesterday. Uh, it's not good. you got to keep your foot on the gas pedal. Kobe Sheriff pulls the three from the right corner with two seconds on the, on the clock. It's off. Hornets recover the rebound, and so that's going to do it here at the end of one. Our Hornets leading 23-7. to We'll be right back with the second quarter of action. You're listening to Hudson Hornet Basketball here on The Nest. Caraway Funeral Home proudly supports the Hudson Hornets. Caraway Funeral Home is run by Hudson alumni and is committed to providing our community a family-owned and operated funeral home 
that consistently provides the most caring and professional service possible with the best service, options, and price. You can contact Caraway Funeral Home at carawayfuneralhome.com or by phone at 936-634-2255. Hi, I'm Dr. Dan Fuentes. I'm a board-certified orthopedic surgeon at the Texas Special Center here in Lufkin, Texas. I'm excited to announce a fascinating breakthrough in orthopedic care, the VSI or Vision Scope. This is a very small scope that I can place into either your shoulder or knee to help diagnose any problems that may be causing your pain. Here's how it works. You're completely awake, in my office, using a local anesthetic with minimal discomfort. You'll be able to view the entire procedure along with me. It's safe, practical, affordable, and takes literally a matter of minutes. You can return to work or school immediately afterwards. And as the only orthopedist in the East Texas area to perfect this device, please call my staff for an appointment to see whether VSI is for you. You can contact Dr. Dan Fuentes at the Texas Specialist Center at 936-630-8833. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome back here to Paris. It'll be Farmerville Basketball starting off the second quarter. Hornets leading 23-7 on what's been a great start in the first four minutes. A little bit sloppy, though, in the last four for the Hornets. Now it's Jason Luke working on the, on the left side. Has it stripped from him by Lane Abram. Up the court to, to West. Now West up the court to Gargas. Gargas all alone. Right-hand layup. Misses, though. He's able to get his own rebound now. Attacking back in the paint. Kick out to Tool. But on the foul, they're going to call number 35. Uh, Elijah Carroll with the hold. Here, here, Carroll's first on the game. Yes, we started off the. Yeah, we started off the game very strong. Uh, first four minutes were very incredible. What we have to do is watch ourselves, um, not get caught up um, with the big lead and, and kind of relax here because that's when sloppy basketball and bad habits form. West going to be inbounding on the left side for the Hornets. Gets it in uh, to Gargas. Gargas up top to uh, to Estes, and we'll give it back to Gargas to, to reset the offense. Gargas dribbles to the left wing, finds Estes in the left corner, back up top to Josiah. Tries to find Simon Tool, but it's off the mark. Dakota West recovers, finds Shane Essence in the left corner, drives to the lane, and he's going to be called. There's going to be a block on the play. I'm sorry. Yeah, block called against number, number, number 32, Andrew Lee. I'm sorry. It's an awkward view, so we can't exactly see every yeah who, who the numbers are every time on the fouls. Colin Craftsman checking the game now for Lane Abram. West inbound. He gets to the Gargus. Gargus will pull from 17 left side. Knocks it down. Nothing but net. Pretty shot there from Josiah, 25 to seven now. Hornets leading by 18. Minute to go here in the or minute off the clock here in the second quarter. Ellis gets it up the court to, to Luke. Luke now to Tyford on the right side, working against Kraft. He's on the right wing. He's attacking the basket there. Help with Simon Tolba. Splits through both Colin and Simon. Finishes with the right hand. Layup is good. 25 to nine is the score. Hornets immediately come back on the break. Simon Tolba finds Gargis with the, on the left side. Layup off. Is off rebound control by Andrew Lee of Farmerville, and off his rebound, Colin Kraft and Cutter West go for the trap, and so the foul's gonna be called against number 44, Colin Kraft. That's Colin's first on the night, 16 foul for the Hornets. Right now, the Hornets just have to make sure they finish their layups and they play solid defense because with a lead like this, this early on, it's very easy to get the ball and just kind of go get be a little bit relaxed. Yeah, it, we've got to keep the, the pedal down. We've got to keep executing. We've got to keep putting pressure on coming up with the steals. 
Tyford with the ball now over the left to Ellis. Ellis up top. Passes down on the short corner to Andrew Lee. He'll pull the, the fading jumper. He misses it. Simon Toll gets the board. Finds Gargas now, left sideline. Tacking. Goes up for the reverse now. Wow. Impressive layup there from Josiah Gargas. Get the lead back up to 18 for the Hornets. So Luke now going to be working. Cross-court pass over uh, to Sheriff. It's knocked out of bounds there by Shane Essis. Good job there from the Hornets uh, rotating properly and covering the backside that they're on the press. So Lee's going to be inbounding it now. Left side of his basket. Lobs it up, but immediately stolen by Tool. Tool, though, having trouble with the ball, has it ripped right back from him. Lee now recovers it, goes up with the layup with the right hand, and it's good. So West working now. Up top on the right wing to Estes. Estes down low to Kraft. Size advantage definite in favor of Colin Kraft. They're going to say he traveled on the post move. What did he do? I don't know if anybody knows what he does. Wow. I don't know what just happened. It's okay. Either way, it's going to be Farmerville ball. Hornets getting out of their press. Appears as if they're going to, they're set up in a 1-3-1 defense right now. Josiah going to meet them a little bit before half court. Finds number zero. Ellis on the left volleyball line. Tries to dribble through. And Simon Tool forces a turnover, forces a travel. Made, made the defender pick up the ball, which is exactly what you want to do in that kind of pressure defense. Yeah, I saw a great uh, team trap there. Um, and the thing was, it was difficult being trapped, but then it was also difficult trying to make a pass out because all the lanes were covered. Um, Hornets did a great job there. So it'll be our basketball. West dribbles over to the right, working against a 2-3 zone. Passes it up top. Passes it over to, to Gargas. It was the – was there no deflection? Are you serious? The refs are going to discuss this one real quick. So what, essentially what's being said right now is that Dakota West just decided to throw the ball behind half court. There was a deflection. Good job, ref. <laughs> the backside ref that was supposed to be looking at the lane saw the deflection up at half, near half court. So that's okay. So it'll be Hornet basketball now off of the confusion. Gargas inbounds it to, to West, and we're still working against this 2-3 zone. West on the right to the tool, back to, to West. Thought about the pull-up, kick out to Estes in the left corner. Inside the lane, trying to make the pass to Gargas. Stolen, though, by Lee. Lee up the court. Finds Ellis. Ellis, spin move. Goes up for the layup. Blocked out of bounds there by Colin Kraft. Got away with a big hook as well. And, and Coach Rob going to take a timeout here. Not pleased with the, with the offensive execution. Kind of getting a little bit sloppy. So trying to fix things here in the huddle. And so we're going to take a break as well. You're listening to Hudson Hornet basketball here on The Nest. Abel's Gaslight Pharmacy prides itself on being your community pharmacy and serving your needs in every way possible. Our trained staff is here to assist you with all of your needs, either face-to-face or at our drive-thru. Our pharmacy is large enough to serve our community, but small enough to know you by name. Professional and courteous service is very important to us, and we continue to offer the same commitment to friendly service that has made us a staple of our community. You can call Abel's Pharmacy at 936-639-2346. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome back here to Paris. Our Hornets leading 27-11 with 5-10 to go here in the first half. Hornets had a little bit of sloppy play here on the offensive end. Defense has been pretty solid uh, overall, but just offensively making uh, careless uh, turnovers and careless passes that Rod wasn't pleased with, Coach Rod wasn't pleased with, so he calls a timeout to regroup things. But Farmerville going to be inbounding now under the right side of their basket. Looking for somebody. They get it in. Uh, it's a lead. Lee puts up the shot. It's off the, off the mark. Rebounded by Kraft. Kraft out to 
West. West now up the right sideline to to Tool. Back to West now at the top of the key. Left wing to Gargis. Gargis, though, fouled immediately when he caught it. Foul caught against number zero. That's Jaquan Ellis. His first on the game. Team six foul. And so Gargis in about it now. Again, we're still working against the 2-3 zone. They found out real quick that the man-to-man defense wasn't going to work. West finds now from the, from the right wing over to the right corner to Estes. His three is no good. And Estes commits silly foul there in transition, trying to go for the back tap. And that'll put Farmer, Farmerville in the one and one I believe the foul was called there. I think it was on Estes. And one and one free throw coming. Colin Perkins also checking into the game now for the Hornets, coming in for Gargis. Got to get a, remember, you know, playing six games in this amount of day. Already played two, but got another game tonight. Fresh legs and our depth uh, for the Hornets is definitely a key for us and going to help us out a ton. First free throw from Ellis is good. And now it's 27-12, Hornets lead down to 15. <clears throat> We're prepared for, for a press here off the make, possibly. Who knows? We, we've seen both so far. Second free throw now. Off to the right, rebound by Kraft. Kraft gets it, gets it over, gets it over to Perkins, and Andrew Lee. Andrew Lee can be called with the block there, trying to, to pressure up on Colin Kraft. Does a good job of drawing the block. That'll be a one and one now for the Hornets, and Kraft will be going to the line. On the court right now, we have Dakota West, Shane Estes, Simon Tool, Colin Perkins, and Colin Kraft. Double Colin trouble. Double call in trouble. I, I don't know if we've had that that's, one yet this season. That's not that clever. Hey, you realize that that later on in the game we're going to point out something uh, that might be historical for the Hornets. Uh, it's quite impressive. First free th- front end the one on one from Colin Kraft is good. But uh, something that, that might be quite historical. I'm not going to tell you. I'm do this whole little teaser thing to do on professional radio to make you keep listening in. But there is a horse historical thing that I believe second free throw from Kraft is good as well. That uh, I don't think it's ever happened in the history of our Hudson Hornets, but I'm not going to tell you about it until it happens again. I'm not even sure if I know what you're talking about. Right yeah, now. I know you don't because I'm a smart man. I keep smart things to myself. Working offense, Cole Anderson finds up uh, to Tyford. Caleb Tyford pulls a three from the right wing off off to the left. West now working up the court, finds Estes left side, goes up for the layup, and he'll be fouled on the layup, and Shane Estes will be going to the line for two. Um the Farmerville coach not too pleased with that at all. Foul will be on number 15, I believe. I can point him out. If 15. I think, is it 15 or is it 20? Well, he put a, he put a one up. Oh, okay. So, so I know it has to be 15 or 11. Process of elimination. First free throw up for Estes. And it was good. Good job by our DJ over there catching us whenever we get talking. Because we, we talk a lot. You know that, Darren, right? We talk way too much. Second free throw from Estes is good as well. Oh, we definitely talk too much. Got the, that jamming DJ Jared working over here. So Farmerville working against now the, the half-court pressure. Uh, not able to handle it, though. As Anderson trying to make a pass over to, to Campbell. Pass goes soaring out of bounds. Luckily, they deflected it. That's going right in our DJ's face. That wouldn't have been good. <laughs> we might have had to save him a little bit. Into the game comes number one, Luke. Yeah, yeah, Jason Luke for Campbell. Dakota West going to bring the ball down for your Hornets up the middle. 
Farmerville set up in the 2-3 still. Swings to Shane Essence on the right wing, back up to Dakota West. Finds Kraft in the corner, 18-foot jumpers up. It's off the mark. Rebound controlled by Farmerville. They're running on the break. Portis do a great job of stopping them in transition, getting back on defense. But they find Oh, man. They find an open man, though, at the baseline, puts up the shot, and the foul's going to be called on number 44, Colin Kraft, his Malik, second on the night. And Malik Jones went up with a, a soft hook over his right shoulder, and Colin Kraft was having none of it. He just sent that thing right back where it came from. Um, but they're going to call it for the foul. And so, yeah, hope, hopefully you're interested. Yeah, historical fact for our Hornets that it's going to be it's gonna be awfully disappointing once I actually tell everybody what it is, but I'm going to keep the anticipation building. And so shout out uh, to everybody. Listening, thank you so much for listening in. We'll let you know there's two ways to listen to Hudson Hornet basketball, whether it's on the web or on the MixLR app, where you can chat with us during the broadcast. We encourage you to search us at the Nest Hudson. Second free throw uh, from Jones is good. Thank you so much for listening in to Hornet basketball. Go to West working up top now. Left wing to Tool. Tool back up top to West. Receive the screen from Estes. He'll pass it right back to Tool. Back to, back to West. And now we'll, we'll kind of reset the offense. We find Perkins on the baseline. Uh, drives, drives the left baseline. The left baseline tries to dish it over to Abram. Abram though catches the ball and travels, trying to commit, the, uh, trying to do the post move. And so turnover against the Hornets. Hornets still leading 31-13 with 3:30 to go here in the half. And we're backing into now a half-court one-three-one defense. We'll see if, if if our defense can come up with a steal here. It's Typher with the ball now finds Ellis in the, in the right corner. Skip pass over to Luke. Luke trying to attack, trying to split through the defender, but he'll, he's being called for the offensive foul, charging uh, into Shane Estes. And so foul against Farmerville, be Hudson basketball. A lot of fouls being called, Darren. Not I mean, this this is nothing compared to, to what we we've been seeing, uh, especially yesterday with forty something total fouls, I believe, called. Um, Stuff that's a little bit more touchy, different uh, chapter up here, so you expect a few different uh, ways of calling. West will be controlling the offense now for the Hornets. Up top, passes in, the, passes top of the key now to Essis. Essis has the ball, uh, tried to try to make the pass, but um, it's fouled by number 11. That's Cole Henderson caught with the push, and Essis will be going to line now for the uh, for the one and one. Oh, two shots, I believe, two shots. 18 fouls uh, total between both teams at this point. The ref's trying to figure out what's going on as well. <laughs> Shane getting ready for the first of two free throws. First one, it's good. Haas Athletics is helping athletes achieve success, and Haas is donating $100 to the Basketball Scholarship Fund for every Hornet dunk this season. Haas Athletics is online at HaasAthletics.com. Second free throw now from Estes. It's good as well. And now Hornets' largest lead of the day so far, 33-13, 20-point advantage with three minutes to go here in the half. It's Ellis working on the right side, trying to make the pass across the court. Colin Perkins deflected it. It almost goes in. Almost goes in the bucket, but um, Simon Tool able to recover the ball and then pretty much got in, in a, in a chokehold by <laughs> by number four, Caleb Tyford. Um, but... No, no tempers flare there. As, as Typher was called with a foul, he was just trying. It wasn't like a literal chokehold for all you at the, at the house. It was more of him reaching over over the head uh, of Tool, and uh, Tool came down with the ball. Typher called with the with the foul, and Tool we going to the line now for two. 
A lot of free throws going to be shot here in the re remaining of the half, I'm sure. Wouldn't expect anything less. First free throw from Tool is good. The Children's Clinic of Lufkin reminds you that you can avoid the emergency room by going to the After 5 Clinic on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays until 7.30 p.m. Thank the Children's Clinic for being a sponsor of Hudson Basketball. Second free throw from Tool is no good, but Lane Abram recovers the rebound, passes on the right wing to Estes, now up top to West to reset the offense. West will dribble left, find Perkins in the short corner. Spin move, floating jumper, off the mark. Rebounded by Estes, down low to Abram. Abram, though, has it stripped from him, and Farmerville recovers. Jason Luke now up the court uh, to Tyford. Tyford, top of the key, back to Luke now over on the right wing to Ellis. Ellis pulls the three, knocks it down, and it's 34-16, back to an 18-point ball game. Dakota West sets up the offense. Up top, swings left to Simon Toole, finds Lane Abram at the post, puts up the baby hook. It's off the mark, but he's fouled on the play by number 20, Jones. That's his first on the night. Yeah, strong move there by Lane Abram getting position, working uh, working the post up, and, and Seal uh, spun back to his right, went up with the left hand. Good move there by Lane. So he's going to be on the line now for free throws. I predicted more free throws, and that's exactly what we're getting. First free throw from Abram is good. Dr. Dan Fuentes supports Hudson basketball and can meet all of your orthopedic needs. You can contact him at the Texas Specialist Center at 936-634-8800. Second free throw from Abram. Rims out. Luke comes down with the ball up the court to Ellis. Ellis working on the right side. Dish down to, to Sheriff. Going out of bounds. Sheriff throws it back to Ellis uh, right by the basket, and Ellis goes up for the shot. He'll be fouled. Going to the line for two as well. Foul caught against number 32, Lane Abram. Lane's first on the night, team ninth foul. And so it's, it's Jaquan Ellison going to line now for the first time this evening, this afternoon, pardon me. His free throw is, is no good. So, Darren, you have 35-16. Obviously, uh, you're playing well. What, what can the Hornets be doing better at this point? Right now, we just want to work on our passes and make sure we have good, sharp passes, not not playing sloppy with the ball on offense, but also not giving up easy points on defense. Second from Ellis is no good. And once a sloppy play there from the Hornets is number uh, is that number 20, 21. Uh, Emmanuel Moreno comes down with a rebound. Uh, it goes back up. The offensive rebound goes back up and is fouled by Perkins. So Moreno will be going to the line for, for two. Both teams in the double bonus at this point. First free throw from Moreno is off the front of the rim. And Cameron Risby going to check into the game now for the Hornets. First time this afternoon coming in for Lane Abram. Second free throw about to be on the way. It's off to the left this time. And call They're going to call it. A lane violation on Colin Perkins. Another free throw coming for Farmville. Here at the Holiday Tournament in Paris, Texas. It's off the mark as well. Going for the rebound. It's going to be a foul called on. <laughs> Shane Hudson just got whacked in the head by the ref. That was funny. Foul called against number two. That's Kobe Sheriff. His second on the game. Going yeah. to the line, number 23, Cameron Risby. Yeah, kind of a dull game at this point now. Um, we'll try to liven it up as best we can. We could, like, make this 
Uh, I wish we had like some James Bond theme music. We could be playing it in the background and like. Dun -dun. But there's only so much you can do whenever there are eight free throws shot in a 10 second span of the game. <laughs> Very true. First free throw from Risby is good, obviously, because our DJ's over here on top of things. Keep running it. Shout out. He didn't have a mic for a reason. But hey, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Second free throw now from Risby. It's good as well. So if anything, as a listener, Hornets leading 37-16. Get to hang out with uh, myself, Darren, DJ Jared over here. And Colin Perkins, though, coming back. And, uh, gets a quick steal from Farmerville. Passes up the court to Tool. Tool gathers himself. Kick out to Estes. Estes open right, uh, right side of the key from deep. Three's off the mark, rebounded by uh, Ellis. Ellis up the court now uh, to tie for his right-hand layup is good. And it's 37-18. West now, top of the key, works to the left to Perkins. Perkins trying to make the lob pass to Risby, has it intercepted by Luke. Luke going to lead the break in transition. Left side, goes up for the layup. A lot of contact there, but finishes. It's a 37-20. West working against Tool. Tool now finds uh, left side. To Estes in the corner. Shane's shot just not on today. Risby gathers the rebound, though. Puts up the free throw line jumper, and it's good. Cameron Risby for two. That and is the first field goal made out of the last 12 points. Ten of them have been free throws for the Hornets. Wow. Now it's it's, it's Tyford attacking the basket. Goes to the Euro step. Layups off the mark. Rebound by Estes. Estes on the left side now. Passes over to, to West. West will pull it out to reset the offense. West trying to make the pass down low to Risby. Pass too low, though, by his ankles. Risby couldn't gather it, and so turned over against the Hornets. So, yeah, it's been a little bit of sloppy play here. Second quarter, not the not the typical you know starters out on the court at this point, but uh, good learning experience as a team uh, because I can guarantee uh, tonight, tomorrow, we're going to be relying on the depth of our team to be able to, to give fresh legs for the tournament. Tyford now working, gets splits through a trap, picks up his dribble, now trapped again, finds over number three, Clark. Clark attacking, pulls up in the lane. Six-foot jumper, no good. Rebound by Risby. Risby finds West, and will lead the break the other way with 22 seconds to go here in the half. Dakota West controlling the ball at the left volleyball line. He dribbles, finds Colin Perkins in the left corner, puts up the three. Colin Four, three, Perkins! Three. Four three, obviously there, and as you heard, knocks it down. Good shot there by Colin Farmerville coming in a hurry. They try to make the pass cross court. Perkins intercepts it, chunks the three quarter court shot. It's no good. But at the half, our Hornets are leading 42 to 20, and a very solid first half performance for our Hudson Hornets, trying to earn a spot in the championship bracket. We'll be right back with the halftime show brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin Insight and Analysis and Stats for this ball game. You're listening to Hudson Hornet basketball here on the nest. I'm Dr. Jeff Glass, a pediatrician at the Children's Clinic. As a father of three, I can relate with parents whose child becomes sick. Our staff helps to alleviate this fear and anxiety because we are caring and competent in what we do. We consider ourselves a part of your team and take our job seriously. Parents entrust us with their child because they know we have the expertise to get their child healthy and back into action. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. 
Soundtex designs and integrates professional audio video systems for houses of worship, commercial, and residential applications. Our customers benefit from the personal attention we bring to every project. We care about you, the end user, and your goals as our top priority. Soundtex provides audio, video, lighting, control systems, and live event rentals. Don't get left behind. Look around and see if your environment can benefit from an audio video boost. Soundtex is online at soundtex.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Dan Fuentes. I'm a board-certified orthopedic surgeon. I've been providing the state-of-art orthopedic care to Lufkin, Hudson, and the surrounding East Texas area for now over 14 years. My interests are sports-related injuries, hip and knee replacement surgery, and fracture care. Please let me and my staff provide the orthopedic needs that you and your family deserve. You can contact Dr. Dan Fuentes at the Texas Specialist Center at 936-630-8833. Abel's Gaslight Pharmacy prides itself on being your community pharmacy and serving your needs in every way possible. Our trained staff is here to assist you with all of your needs, either face-to-face or at our drive through Our pharmacy is large enough to serve our community, but small enough to know you by name. Professional and courteous service is very important to us, and we continue to offer the same commitment to friendly service that has made us a staple of our community. You can call Abel's Pharmacy at 936-639-2346. A&B Body Shop should be your collision decision. A&B Body Shop provides quality and reliable auto repair services at reasonable rates. We have been in the industry since 1980, giving you not only experience, but expertise as well. At A&B Body Shop, we ensure the superior service that you deserve. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Contact A&B Body Shop today at 936-632-2020 or anbbodyshop.net for a free estimate. Caraway Funeral Home proudly supports the Hudson Hornets. Caraway Funeral Home is run by Hudson alumni and is committed to providing our community a family-owned and operated funeral home that consistently provides the most caring and professional service possible with the best service, options, and price. You can contact Caraway Funeral Home at carawayfuneralhome.com or by phone at 936-634-2255. Make the move to First Bank and Trustees Texas Checking Services and Bank with confidence knowing that we have been providing the best in hometown services combined with the latest in banking technology for more than 60 years. And there is no monthly service fee if you open a simple e-checking account, which includes text banking, mobile express deposit, mobile and online bill pay, email and text alerts, and much more. Banking at your fingertips from First Bank and Trustees Texas. Member FDIC. In 1951, Mr. Billy Pippin opened Pippin Motor Company and the legacy continues today. Our dealership services Panola County and surrounding areas with the best that GM has to offer. Here at Pippin Motor Company, we pride ourselves on taking care of the customer the first time. We look forward to talking to you and exceeding all your service needs. You can contact us at www.pippinmotorcompany.com or by phone at 903-263-0712. Ashley Courtney and Pat Penn from Timber Country Real Estate proudly support the Hudson Hornets. With both being Hudson alumni, they know the area and how to meet your needs. Whether you're in the market for the perfect house in a great neighborhood, looking to expand your business and need the ideal location, or searching for that piece of land to build your dream home on, let Ashley Courtney and Pat Penn assist you. Located across the subway on 94, feel free to stop by their office or visit them online at texastimbercountry.com. When I was a child, my mother always took me to the children's clinic for my medical care. Now that I'm a mom, I take my kids to the children's clinic because no one takes care of them better. 
Their doctors are specialized in children's health with years of experience in keeping children healthy, developing, and thriving. It is the best place for children's medical care. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. You know, Darren, you want to know how I feel? How do you feel? I'm feeling pretty good about things right now uh, because our Hornets are um, just doing really, really well uh, here uh, against the, the Farmer, Farmerville Farmers uh, in the last round of pool play, trying to earn our spot into the uh, championship bracket. The 40, leading 42-20. Uh, my goodness, I'm Chris Simmons, and joined by Darren Simmons here uh, in case – uh, in case you don't know us yet, uh, Hornets is putting it on them right now. We're getting a lot of rest for our starters. Um, we're seeing performances by uh, just about everybody on the team so far has scored, except for Dakota West, Alex Batto. Would love to see the Hornets be able to go team uh, the whole team putting up uh, points, getting buckets uh, in this game. Darren, uh, run down, give us uh, give us two things, Darren. Give us stat breakdown for what for what um, we've done in the first half, and then also let us know what what are your opinion? What have we been doing really well? Well, right now, Josiah Gargas is leading the team with 12 points, followed by Javarius with nine. Neither one of them got to play significant time there in the second quarter, so that, that's always a good sign. You always know that your starters, right. your, your, two, your two leaders are in the game whenever they have 12 and nine in the first quarter alone, essentially. But right now, we need to work on our half-court offense. Our half-court offense will be key for us later on in the day following this tournament. We have to make sure that we're able to execute on offense, make sure we're not getting sloppy with the ball, making sharp passes. That, that's the main thing that I would worry about right now because we know we can get easy transition buckets on this team, but we have to make sure that we, we work on everything that we need to. We get everything that needs to be done. We focus on that right now. And also on defense, we're, we're getting a little bit sloppy. We're playing a little bit lackadaisical, relaxed. So we have to make sure that our big men, they know, they know to box out. They have to go for the rebound, go hard for the rebound. And our guards have to make sure they don't just start reaching for the ball, getting loose, getting in foul trouble, unnecessary foul trouble in this game. Yeah, I think you're right. Right now we're not playing for just this game because obviously I think we can, we're going to be able to pull out this game. Uh, but we got a, a, a tough matchup coming tonight. Uh, if Clarkville, Clarksville wins the pool like they're expected to, they're in a close matchup in the gym right beside us at this moment. Uh, and so if they come out with the win there. <coughs> Clark, Clarksville is not a team to play with, by the way, because <laughs> if, you, if you remember a couple years back, I had the honor of playing them in a playoff warm-up, and they had one guy, shout-out to Garrett Finley, dunk over Garrett Finley from outside the lane. It's insane. They're an athletic team. And then they have, they have starters that are four of them were 6'4 or, or, or taller. They, they're an athletic big team, so we have to make sure that our guys are ready to play tonight. This is a great warm-up opportunity. Get loose, not worrying about too much fatigue for our starters, but also making sure Darren, that they hold can the phone. play. Hold the phone. Wait a second. Obviously, this has been the halftime show brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin. We're getting ready to go here in the second half. It'll be Hornet basketball. Here's the historical fact uh, for our Hornets is I don't think ever in the history of our Hudson Hornets have we had three gingers that start. That is true. <laughs> I don't know what else to say, but that that's true. And each Between of Gargas, Gargas, Glass, and Kraft, all three fireheads. I uh, love them, but that's your historical fact. I wanted to make sure to capitalize on the opportunity while we have it. And so, uh, historical fact of the day, don't, don't think we've ever started three redheaded players. Um, so, hopefully that, hopefully that wasn't too disappointing. Hornets inbound it now. Immediately have Reed Glass trying to make the post-entry pass to uh, to Kraft. Goes out of bounds, though, too low on the pass. Looks like it was deflected. Nothing called, though. So, it'll be Hudson basket, or Farmerville basketball working against a 2-2-1 press from Hudson. 
Farmer will inbounds it now. It's Anderson controlling the offense for the for the Farmers. He passes it to Jason Luke at half court. Pulls out his dribble. Back to Anderson now dribbling to his right to the top of the key. Guarded by Gargas. Attacking to the right side. Hero step inside the lane. Layup's no good. Rebound by West. West now working up the court to, to Gargas. Left side now. Goes up with the reverse layup and it's good. Desire Gargas for two. Spring score 44-20 in favor of your Hornets. Farmersville trying to break the press. 2-2-1 Hudson. They throw a deep pass. It gets over four defenders. They go, takes it to the lane. Colin Kraft meets them. Strong move there by, by our defense. Rebound controlled though by Farmersville. Puts it up. Shot blocked by Reed Glass, but rebound goes right back to Farmersville. And this time Tyford pulls up the three in the right corner. It's no good. Rebound is uh, pulled down. Smallest man on the court. Decide Gargas getting right in there with the bigs. Pulling it down and draws the foul against number 11, Anderson. That is his fourth on the game already. So he'll be coming out, and, and Jaquan Ellis will be coming in for him. So just one minute off the clock here in the, the second half. Hornets leading 44-20. As obviously, we're, we're here in the Paris Holiday Tournament. Uh, shout out to everybody listening. No, we couldn't all make the three-and-a-half-hour trip here, but we're glad we were able to. Dakota West will be controlling the offense for the Hornets. To his left, to Gargis. Left wing now, Gargis controlling attack and kick out to Cooper. Pump fakes from the corner for three. Spin move now inside the lane. Good bounce pass down to Colin Kraft. Goes up strong, no good though. Rebound controlled by Jason Luke and Reed Glass uh, in a tie ball situation. Possession arrow in favor of the Farmers and it'll be Hudson basketball. Farmers are showing a different look on defense. They're extending out a 1-3-1 to half court. Kind of throwing off the Hornets a little bit, but I have a feeling that we'll be able to control that. Yeah, we've got to be we got to be able to handle and control that, especially if we want to, if we have a chance in the next game today. Uh, Hornets forced a turnover immediately on the press. Uh, Reed Glass comes up with a steal, pulls up the jumper. It's no good. Rebound by Tyford. Tyford now trapped in the corner, and Javaris Cooper able to to get his steal, get the steal off the pass. Passes to Colin Kraft. His spin move on the left block is no good. Cooper then to get the offensive board. His putback is good and one. For Javarius Cooper, now going to the line to finish his one and only free throw here. Hornets going to be leading now 46-20. Let's make it 47. Abel's Pharmacy loves Hudson Hornet basketball. Abel's Pharmacy, large enough to serve our community, small enough to know you by name. So Javarius getting ready now. One and only free throw coming. Hornets will jump into a press right after this, I'm sure. Off the back rim, a little flat on the shot. Rebounded by Ellis. Ellis now up the court to, to Lee. Lee trying to make the pass back to Ellis, but stolen by Gargas. Gargas goes up with the left hand. Finishes good. There's a good side back, Darren. There, there he is. It's not exactly what we saw yesterday, but either way, it's great to see. Now in the corner, Kobe Sheriff trapped by Glass and Dakota West. The trap uh, is performed very well, and they force the turnover as number two, Kobe Sheriff, goes out of bounds. And so to be Hudson basketball. West gets it in to Gargas. Gargas now to the short corner to Kraft. Kraft, good look to find Reed Glass on the right side. Good look there. Lazy defense by Farmersville, and we take advantage of it. So finished by Colin Kraft is good. 30-point lead now for the Hornets. This is exactly the execution we were talking about for the half-court sets for the Hornets. Ellis works it over to Typher. Typher now dribbling into the lane. Tries to make the bounce pass over to Sheriff, and it goes out of bounds. Turnover against Farmersville, and it'll be Hudson basketball. Once again, lots of turnovers being forced by our Hornets. Into the game comes number 24, Brown, for number two, Sheriff. Dakota West going to control the ball, bringing it up court. Finds Reed Glass in the left-hand corner. 
Back up to Dakota West, swing the ball around, finds Cooper at the right baseline, drives, finds Reed Glass on the cut, Good puts look. it up, it's off the mark, rebound, controlled by Reed, kicks it back out to Dakota West for three, it's off the mark as well, Cooper controls the rebound, finds Reed Glass back in the paint, and then we're going to be called for a charge, Reed Glass. He, he backed down. It, it might have been a little bit of a flop, but he was in good defensive position, so you have to give it to him. Yeah, good defensive position, but the flop, though, that's the, the main thing. That That's it's all right, though. We'll take it with a 30-point lead. Not going to get too upset about it. So, Farmerville going to be inbounding it now, working against the half court, 2-2-1 from the Hornets. They try to get it inside the lead, but immediately deflected by Gargas. Gargas coming in transition. Right-hand layup is good. Farmerville looking up the court. They work it over to Ellis. Ellis now in the corner. Trapped by West and Glass. They come up with the steal. Dakota West pass deflected, but Gargas recovers. Goes up with the right hand, and he's going to be fouled. Going to the line for two now. Gargas just all over the court. And what's been happening is not that he's doing it by himself. It's, it's solid team defense. Uh, there, Dakota West, Reed Glass coming up with the trap. And, and Dakota West did a real good job facil facilitating the ball up the court in transition uh, to all of our Hornet players. Kraft, Glass, uh, and Josiah Gargis have been the, the beneficiaries of that. Two free throws coming now for Gargis. It's all, first one's off the front of the rim. I want to remind you there's two ways to listen to Hudson Hornet basketball this season. You can listen on the web at thenesthudson.com or on the MixLR app by searching The Nest Hudson. This app has features for you to chat with us live and listen to past broadcasts. The Nest is your home for Hudson Hornet basketball. Second free throw now coming from Gargas. This one's off the left side of the rim. Cooper, though, comes up with the offensive rebound. Cooper working it to Gargas. He's open for three this time. And Josiah Gargas for three. For three. Couldn't make two free throws and make up for it with the three-pointer there. Darren, how do you like that? Three points is better than two. <laughs> So now Farmerville working it up the court. Anderson now cross court uh, over to uh, Ellis. Ellis skipped past, trying to make it over to Luke, but intercepted by Cooper. Cooper down the middle of the court, has numbers. Kick out to West. West open on the right wing, finds Glass. Glass down low to Kraft. That pass is stolen, though, by Jason Luke. A little too friendly there. we got to uh, take possession of the ball. Farmerville, though, trying to go on the breaks. The, pass, the long pass stolen by Dakota West. He finds it up to Cooper. Cooper now to Gargas. Gargas downloads to Kraft, and his over-the-right-hand shoulder shot at the block is no good. Anderson comes up with the board, and they're going to get Reed Glass with the block, though, on the rebound. I believe that's going to be his fourth on the game. If my count's correct, it could be wrong because I don't have a very good view of the score table, but into the game comes Simon Tool for Reed Glass. So Farmerville going to be... Inbounding it now, still working against the 2-2-1 press. Hornets doing a real good job so far of, of being able to intercept long passes. Anderson back over uh, to Tyford. Tyford uh, to Sheriff. Sheriff now in the corner to Lee. He'll pull up the jumper way off. Air ball, rebound by Tool, who just checked into the game. Tool trying to bring it up the court, and then get the foul called. He draws the foul against number number two. And the that, Sheriff his fourth on the game. So 14 foul there for Farmersville, two on the Hornets for this half. Yeah, we've got to we've got to just keep executing, keep pushing. Um, we need everything we can get coming in uh, to this game against Clarksville, who's solid, a highly ranked team. Uh, I think in a two-way. So we'll see how it works out. If we win this game, we'll probably be playing them. Hornets working the offense around in the 2-3 zone. Dakota West with the ball up cross court uh, to, to Gargas. Gargas now on the left wing, up top to Tool. Back up top to West, and we're kind of 
a little dribble, dribble drive offense. Uh, find Cooper in the corner. Cooper passes over to, to Gargas. 16-foot jumper from the right uh, right side, the left side, pardon me, knocks it down. 11 quick points for Gargas' half already. My goodness. So now it's, it's Tyford working over to Lee, back to Tyford now to reset the offense, working against the man-to-man defense from the Hornets. Anderson dribbling the right side. Dribble handoff over to Jason Luke. Another dribble handoff back to Anderson. Now Anderson attacking on the right side, goes up with a wild layup. They're going to call a block against us. We were standing still. But regardless, I uh, hope that one call won't mess up the game for us. <laughs> With that was going to be on number 21, Simon Tool. So that's only his first on the game. It's all right. Three team fouls. Not too bad of a situation right now. Free throws coming for number 11, Anderson. First free throw is good. Haas Athletics is helping athletes achieve success, and Haas is donating $100 to the Basketball Scholarship Fund. Uh, for every Hornet dunk this season, Haas Athletics is online at haasathletics.com. Second free throw about to be on the way now for Anderson. It's off the mark, but they're going to call for a lane violation. Another shot coming for Farmersville. They're going to say that Dakota West stepped in the lane before he let go of the ball. Now the, the rule change uh, was made this year that you don't have to wait till it hits the rim. It just now you wait for the release. They're gonna say that Dakota stepped in before that. So ball's up in the air now. This free throw is good, and so it's 57-22. That's the first two points for Farmersville in these five minutes that they played already. So Gargas up top, pass over to Tool right back to Gargas. Shot was a little bit off the mark there from Josiah from from distance. Ball goes out of bounds. It'll be Farmerville basketball with 2.50 to go here in the third quarter. Lee with the ball back to Anderson now. Still working against three-quarter court pressure from the Hornets. Over to Lee. Left side, back on the right to Anderson. Back to Lee. Getting close on 10 seconds. And we did get 10 seconds. 10-second violation against Farmerville. That was the least intense 10-second call I think I've ever seen. <laughs> The Hornets had their hands up. They they didn't allow any passing lanes, but it also helps whenever Farmersville doesn't move to get open for the ball. Yeah, I think you're right there. So Gargson inbound it, gets it over to West. At near half court now. Dribbles over. Finds Estes in the corner, just checked in the game. Estes down to Gargus. Gargus, good handoff over to Kraft down low. Good ball movement there by the Hornets, and Colin Kraft finishes strong. 59-22 is the score. Farmerville back to work in the offense. And it's Anderson trying to pump fake a pass and pass it up to court to Luke. Uh, but they're going to say he jagged his foot on it. It's a turnover against Farmerville. Hudson basketball. Substitution for us. Number 23, Cameron Risby coming into the game for Colin Kraft. Score 59-22, favor of Hudson. Hornets going to be bringing the ball down. Controlled by Simon Tool. Sets up the play at the volleyball line. Swings to the left side, left wing, Dakota West, back up to Simon Tool. Screen set by Josiah Gargis gets Simon open for the shot. It's off the mark, rebound control by Farmersville. They're on the break. Number 11, Anderson brings it, takes to number four, Caleb Tynes, and they're going to be called for a charge. That's Dakota West was sitting there waiting on the entire way. Great defensive intensity. That was sweet. Even in this game, you, you still like to see a guy sacrificing his body. Yeah, you got to be kidding me. Dakota West takes a charge. Since when does that happen? I mean, that's true. Besides every single game, it seems like. <laughs> He's taken more charges than anyone I could ever think of. I, yeah. I can't remember anybody. Yet. We used to we used to have a charge record uh, back in the day, 
back in the glory days of, of playing, and we would all see it could take more charges that season. But I think D Dakota West is putting us all to shame at this point. Dakota working up top, finds Gargas in the corner, attacking the baseline now, picks up his dribble. Outside the tool, tools pass, though, deflected, trying to get into the S's, but stolen by Ellis. Uh, or Tyford, pardon me, going to the basket now. The left hand goes up, up and over the front of the rim, and it's good, 59-24. Hornets leading with a minute and a half to go here in the third period. West now finds Gargas. He'll take one dribble pull up, about 17 foot, off the mark. And Tyford controls the, uh, brings down the rebound, dribbling up the court. And they're going to call the foul against, against number 23, Cameron Risby. Good eye there by our intern. By Little our intern. DJ, Jazzy DJ. Jared. On the air, he's DJ. Off the air, he's our intern. <laughs> Doing a good job there, bud. So Caleb Tyford now working off the screen from Lee left side. Uh, dribbles back back to his left now in the corner. He finds Carroll. Carroll outside to Tyford. He'll pull up from 15 on the left baseline. Tough jumper over Shane Estes and knocks it down. 33-point ball game now. Estes right wing finds Risby. Good look from Shane. Risby goes up strong, and he's fouled by Jason Luke. Shot's no good, but he'll be going to the line for two. The truth. Oh, go, go ahead. I'm sorry, that's five team fouls on Farmersville. Just want to remind you the Children's Clinic of Lufkin that, that wants to tell you that you can avoid the emergency room by going to the After Five Clinic on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays until 7.30 p.m. First free throw now from Risby. It's Getting, good. Yeah, it's good. Obviously, it's good. Obviously. If you have any suggestions for any sound effects, any songs that you would like to hear played, send them our way. Talk to us on the MixLR app in the chat. Uh, the chat area, the conversation that we have, send us some uh, whatever you'd like. We can see if we can filter and approve what we can and make it happen for you. Second free throw up. I'm Dr. That's good. <laughs> Dr. Glass wanted to talk to us there on the air for a second, but we had to cut him off. We'll, we'll hear from him in just a moment. Now, in transition, Carroll comes up with a right right wing three-pointer. It's way off, but Farmersville controls the board. Simon, They put up another three now. Simon Tool brings that one down. 44 seconds to go here in the third. He works it up the court to West. West and I pull up from 12 on the left baseline, and it's good. That was a Heisman-worthy catch, by the way. It looked very, very good. That huh? was that was impressive. The one-hand snag, spin move in the air, just waiting for the tackle. But it's basketball. That didn't happen. Up top, it's Tyford working against the trap. A lot of chaos from the Hornet defense here, just putting a lot of pressure on. Farmersville able to find it, though, and able to beat it. And Clayton Campbell gets his uh, first points of the game there on the left block. Gargas skip pass now and transition back over to West. That pass is stolen, though. Coming down the court, it's Tyford. Crazy layup, but the right hand is good. Five on the clock now. 63 to 34. Three, we get it to Gargas. Two, one. Gargas pump fakes, pulls the shot at the buzzard. And it's no good. But our Hornets are going to the fourth quarter, leading 63 to 30. We'll be right back with more Hudson Hornet basketball here on The Nest. When your child becomes sick or you can't find time to get your child in for a well checkup, the Children's Clinic of Lufkin is now offering an aftercare hours clinic. Parents can schedule well or sick visits Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday evenings from 5 to 7.30 p.m. These extended hours offer convenience and flexibility for parents with the comfort of knowing your child will be treated by a caring and competent staff. The Children's Clinic of Lufkin is the best place for children's medical care. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Ashley Courtney and Pat Penn from Timber Country Real Estate proudly support the Hudson Hornets. 
With both being Hudson alumni, they know the area and how to meet your needs. Whether you're in the market for the perfect house in a great neighborhood, looking to expand your business and need the ideal location, or searching for that piece of land to build your dream home on, let Ashley Courtney and Pat Penn assist you. Located across the subway on 94, feel free to stop by their office or visit them online at texastimbercountry.com. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome back here to Paris, Texas. Our Hornets leading 60-30 to going into the final quarter of action. It's been a pretty dominating performance for our Hornets. Now we're just looking to uh, stay sharp, not get too relaxed here in the ballgame. Toll has the ball. We'll have, Hornets have possession of the ball coming out of the break, and we'll be setting up the offense now. Dakota West dribbles to his left. Up top to Tool. Tool, Tool now on the baseline to, to Estes. Estes back up to Tool. We'll reverse it around the perimeter. Gargas now dribbling with the left hand. Goes up for the shot, and he'll be fouled. Foul called against number 35. That is Elijah Carroll. His second on the game. Team seventh foul, so that's going to be a one-on-one situation coming for Gargas. He's definitely shown up today. He already has 23 points. Through three quarters. Yeah, that's, Josiah Gargas is back, buddy. That's yeah. nice. So, we want to remind you that Dr. Dan Fuentes loves Hudson Hornet basketball and can meet all of your orthopedic needs. You can contact him at the Texas Specialist Center at 936-634-8800. For another one-on-one coming now from Gargas, and it's good. Into the game checks in number 32, Lane Abram. Reed Glass will be coming into the game after Josiah makes his free throw, calling it right now. So now, got Gargas getting ready. Silent gym, a lot of suspense. It's a lane violation, but didn't matter anyways. Free throw's good. 65 to 30. Hornets leading here. Let's just avoid injuries here. And uh, who just checked in the game? Oh, Reed. game, Reed Glass. We have Dakota West, Simon Tool, Shane Estes, Lane Abram, and Reed Glass. Now it's Typhoon making a cross-court pass down to Carroll. Carroll uh, trapped by, by Glass and Tool. Tool comes up with the steal. Tool up the court now. To West. West goes up with the left hand layup and it's good. Good defense there by the Hornets. Pressure staying up. Intensity's high. A lot of bench support over here. Love to see that crowd getting into it as well. Got to keep the foot on the gas pedal here. So it's Typhoid now working on the right wing. Goes up for the shot and he's fouled by Lane Abram. He'll be going to the line 4 2. That will be Lane Abram's second on the game. Team fifth foul for the half. And it'll be Caleb Tyford, 5'11", junior guard for, farm, for the Farmers. Going to the line for two. First free throw is no good. Second one about to be on the way. But before that comes, we'll let you know that Abel's Pharmacy supports Hudson Hornet basketball. Abel's Pharmacy is large enough to serve our community, small enough to know you by name. Second free throw is good for the Farmers. 67-31 is the score. West now up the court on the left side to Glass. Glass pull-up jumper from the block. No good. Rebounded by Malik Jones. Jones up the court to Tyford. Tyford now working against Estes on the right wing. Dribble handoff over to Carroll. And Carroll going to be step, steps out of bounds. Careless turnover there for the Farmers. And it'll be Hudson basketball once again. I have a feeling that uh, this game's going to be over for Josiah, Colin, and Javaris. I don't, I don't see in any situation where a coach would need to put bring these three back in. Very well could be right. West now working, dribbling to his right. 
Passes inside to Estes. Estes right back out to Tool. Tool now in the short corner to Glass. His jumper's no good, but Dakota West there to pull down the board. Dakota West dribbling to his left, draws the block against Elijah Carroll. That'll be third foul on Elijah Carroll. Eighteen foul. Dakota West going to the line for the one and one. That was a great defensive re or offensive rebound right there by Dakota. He went in there he, among all the bigs, and he just found a way to get up and get that ball, bring it down strong. Impressive. Impressive, uh, very much. So, with 6.30 to go here in the ball game, Hornets leading 67-31. Trying to think we got any embarrassing, embarrassing stories to, tell, to talk about, Darren. I don't know any embarrassing stories, but I do have some good news. Yeah, it's good news. What's that? Hey, that is good news. Wait. Hasn't happened yet. We're gonna talk about it when it happens. When it happens. When it happens, because Dakota West is gonna make this free throw. Boom! Caught it. And it's good. Into the game comes number 20, Alex Batto for Simon Tool. Look, listen, I love how Alex Batto plays. Exactly. He gives it everything he has every time he's on the court. He's a great shooter. High arc, it always it seems to go in though. And obviously, as you heard the sound, second free throw from Dakota West was good. And so they're coming back in transition. Are the farmers? <laughs> Tyford now working, picks up his dribble, full court pass over to Brown. Tory Brown attacks with the right hand, his floating layup, oh, no good. But Alex Batto there to pull down the board. That's just going to lead the break for the Hornets now. Middle of the court finds Batto. Batto pump fakes, dribbles, good pass down low to Abram. Shot with the left hand is no good. Reed Glass recovers, kick out to West. West pump fakes, kicks it at Batto in the corner. Alex Batto's three. Rims around, but no good. But able to get his own rebound. Finds Reed Glass down low. Assist Alex Beto. Good play for the Hornets. As we said, Alex isn't going to, to give up anything. My goodness, great spark there for Alex coming into the game. He's going to knock down one of these shots. I'm promising you that. Uh, Malik Jones now with the ball. Has it tipped away by Abram. Abram finds Estes. Estes behind the back pass. Goes out of bounds. Had a little bit too much fun with it there. Try to get a little bit too fancy, just lost control of the ball, goes out of bounds. Farmerville basketball. So 71-31, Hornets leading by 40. <laughs> Shane getting a slight ripping from Coach and from Dad. I don't think either one appreciated that one too much. So Farmerville now, basketball, Tyford going to control the ball, right volleyball line. Shane Essis hanging on the whole way. They kick it down to number 22. Back to Tyford on the left wing. It seems like Tyford just wants to control the offense right now, just do whatever he can to get his team some points on the board. You're right. Exum puts up the shot now off the pass from Tyford. It's no good. Abram controls the rebound. Estes now on the right wing. Crossover dribble finds Glass in the corner. Reed Glass pulls the three, and that's good. Reed Glass for three. For three. Yeah, that's good for Reed. Uh, not just for this ball game because we obviously we don't really need any more points at this point. Um, but – he was struggling a little bit with the shot so far in the ball game, get some rhythm back going. He's a very good shooter, uh, just trying to turn it back on. Hopefully that will spark him for, for Clarksville. They're going to call a foul, though, as, as Farmerville, uh, Farmerville is coming back. They're going to call an off-the-ball foul against Lane, Ebron, Lane Abram. His third on the day, team six foul. Didn't actually see what happened. They're going to call it with their push. Going, they're going to try to say it's a one and one but that's only six fouls on the team. I don't know what is happening. They're going to give it to them, though. <laughs> the free throw is off the mark. 
didn't matter anyways. And Glass came up with the board. He finds West attacking the right side. West right hand layup. No good. Abram comes up with the board. And he draws a foul against number 20, Malik Jones. Over the back, going to be called. And so now Abram will go to the line for the one-on-one because we actually have enough fouls for them to go to the one-on-one. Exactly. It tends to help whenever you have seven fouls to go to a one-on-one. But that's a 19 foul on Farmerville. First, or second on number 20, Jones. Lane Abram puts up the shot. And it's good. Obviously it's good because of the sound made there. Into the game checks in number 34, Colin Perkins, for Reed Glass. And so, on the on the court now for the Hornets, West, Estes, Bado, Perkins, and Abram, with four and a half to go in the fourth quarter. Second free throw now from Abram. It's good as well. So number four, that's Tyford being controlling the offense all day. He finds Exum now attacking the left side. Goes up for the layup, but Jags his foot pretty bad there. Turnover against Farmerville. You know, with they only have Farmerville has one, two, three, four seniors here on the team. A lot of returning, 15 total on the roster, so 11 are coming back. Young team, young mistakes are being made here. So West now with the ball over to Bado. Now in the corner to Perkins. Perkins inside pass to Bado. Good bounce pass to Estes. He's open for the jumper. Just rims around, no good. And they're going to call Lane Abram with the foul going for the rebound. Fourth foul on Lane, 17 foul. Now it's time for a one-on-one. Now, yeah, now is the proper time for the one-on-one. So, 76-31, Hornets is doing a pretty good job here. Quick math, that's 45-point lead for the Hornets. Malik Jones going to the line now for the, for the front end of the one-on-one. Quiet gym now. I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be some more plays and they get this gym really going here in a second, though. Free throw, wow, it looked like it was going out, but kind of like tilted itself right back in as it spun around the rim, and it was in. Second free throw about to be on the way now for the Farmers. Malik Jones at the line. Shot's no good, rebounded by Abram. Abram gets it out to West. West up the court on the left to Perkins. Perkins now attacking. Loses control of the ball, though, when he goes up for the rebound. But Lane Abram there to recover. Has it stripped from him by Jones. Jones now coming. Spin move on the right side. Layup's no good. Estes gets the rebound, but has it stolen from him by Malik Jones. Jones finds over to Jason Luke, and that shot from the left-hand side is blocked out of bounds. We call a foul on it. Foul going to be caught against Lane Abram. If my math is correct, that's going to be five on him. Into the game comes number 23, Cameron Risby, to replace him. So, Lane, good job. Lane today, good effort put in. All right. And they're trying to figure out what is happening right now on the court. They're debating if it's a one-and-one or two shots. But according to my count, that's only 18 fouls, so that definitely should be a one-and-one. Unless it was on the shot. It was on the shot? Okay, it was was on the the shot, shot, so it should be two. Okay. First free throws up for number one, Luke, and it's off the mark. Second free throw coming. We have to make sure we don't have a lane violation. We've already had a couple of those today, so. Second free throw is good. That brings score to 76-33 in favor of your Hornets. Dakota West controlling the ball at the volleyball line. 
Sets up the offense. Swings it over to Alex Batto at the left wing. Batto swings it back up to West. Back over to Batto. Down to Perkins in the left corner. Thought about the shot. He hesitated. Swip, kicks it back up to Dakota West at the volleyball line. Down back to Alex Batto at the left wing. Tries to fit the pass into Cameron Risby. It's off the mark. Stolen by Farmerville. Ty, Ty would puts up the shot. It's off the mark. Rebound control by Farmerville. Number 20, Jones. Put back is good. And so it's 76-35. Three minutes to go. 3-20 to go here in the fourth quarter. West works at the Batto. Batto now trying to make the pass across the court. Had that strip from him, though. Farmers, Farmerville recovers. Now attacking. It's Brown on the right side. Handoff over to Jones. This shot from the left block is good. It's a quick 5-0 run for Farmerville. We have to make sure we have to quit playing sloppy. Make sure we get the ball where it needs to go. Control defense. Control offense right now. West now over to Batto. Back to West. West. To Estes, Estes in the corner to Perkins. Perkins open. He'll put the three from the corner. And Colin Perkins for three. Four, four, three. Fantastic looking shot there by Colin. That's already two threes on the night for him. So Jason Luke working it over to 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 Typher. Typher down low to Exum. Uh, his shot's way off, but recovered by Farmersville. Perkins, they put this shot... No good from them. And Perkins comes up with a rebound, trying to make the outlet pass up to West, and that one goes out of bounds. And so that'll be Farmerville basketball. Simon Tilgan check in for Dakota West here with 2.20 to go in the ball game. Darren, next game's going to be crucial. My goodness. Playing against Clarksville, very tough opponent. Hope everybody that's listening now will, will continue listening. Then push-offs going to be caught against number one now. Jason Luke on the inbounds trying to – no, they're going Wait. to call number thirteen, Shane Estes, for the foul. Are you? If you if you're Shane, you have to know that with this kind of lead, you can't you can't put anything, put yourself in position to be called for the foul. So as, they're going to call that every time with whenever it's this kind of ball game. So that's his first foul on the night, ninth team foul. Number one, Luke should be going to the line for one and one. We're not entirely sure what will happen. It's up, and it's good. Bring score seventy nine thirty eight in favor of Hudson. Second free throw coming here from Luke. Couple dribbles. Takes a breath and it's off the mark. Rebound controlled by Colin Perkins. And there's going to be a foul called on number 32. Lee, that's his third on the game. He's going to be called for a block. Whenever Colin tried, to, whenever Colin got the rebound, he tried to dribble out, but he just wouldn't. Defense didn't allow him to do so. Pardon me for uh, stepping out. Just went to over to look at, watch the final. Uh, between Clarksville and Teague. Uh, very close game the entire time. Clarksville ends up winning 53-48. And so uh, the Hornets now to, uh, this afternoon at 4.30 will be taking on Clarksville uh, in the first round of the championship bracket. Free throw coming now from Perkins, and it's good. That was a very entertaining ball game from uh, from the scoreboard, 53-48, and uh, fans just coming out raving about uh, the team. It's in Clarksville, very solid. We'll have a handful here in the, in the uh in our second game of the day. Second free throw from Perkins, no good. Rebound deflected out of bounds by uh, the Hornets. So it will be Farmerville basketball. And into the game checks in number 10, Josiah Gargas. Wait, for we Shane. have six. Oh, wait, do we have six? No, we don't have six. Oh, my. See, I thought the ref was another, I thought the ref was another player. See, I just can't see it very well. Hey, Alex Batto taking the charge there. And after the, after he he made the shot at, 
after the charge was called. So it's going to be a little bit exciting. They're, they're just out there having fun right now. It's yeah. nice to see. No tensions are getting high in this game. So it's always nice whenever you can kind of kind of yeah. laugh it out. Gargis now working up top. It's the 2-3 zone. The Farmerville extending their defense, putting a little pressure on. Perkins now in the right corner over to Tool. Now we find Gargis. Battle going to attack on the right baseline. Pull up jumper from the block. It's good. Alex Battle on the board. And that completes it for the Hornets. All, all 12 of our roster has scored in this ball game. Now working on the left, it's, it's Ellis. Good shot there from Battle. Good smart take, not forced whatsoever. That's just the kind of player he's not going to force his own shot to try to score. He's going to set up and use whatever uh, is available to him. Farmersville comes down, takes the jumper from deep. It's off, it's off and goes out of bounds to be Hornet basketball. That's just the kind of player he is. Uh, he's all, team first all the time. He's a smart player, team first. Had a great pump fake to get by the defender and knocks it down. Now we have Colin Perkins in the corner with the ball. Kicks it up to Simon Toll on the left wing. Over to Joe Simon. Takes a 19-foot jumper. It's off the mark. Farmerville tries to control the rebound. And it's going to be last touch by Hudson. Farmerville basketball with 115 left in this game. 82-38 in favor of the Hornets. Yeah, just, uh, I mean, what can, what can you say? It's been a pretty solid game all the way around for our Hornets. Um, a lot of pretty equal playing time. Starters getting to rest a lot, which will be huge coming up against Clarksville. As they think about it, they just played in a very tough game. Farmersville turns the ball over. No, they're not going to say let's say this last touch by the Hornets as Alex Battle came up with the deflection. So Farmersville basketball inbounding under the right side. Uh, but think about it, they just played a very tough game. Now in just a couple more hours, they're going to be playing another tough game. Today we, we've kind of got, got an advantage in that area. Yes, sir. It's going to be it's going to be nice having the have a little bit of rest advantage on for Clarksville. Lee now inbounding it, gets it over to Jones. Jones goes up for the shot, and it's, it's off. He's going for his own rebound, though, falls out of bounds. Turnover for Farmersville, and it'll be Hudson basketball. We'll walk it up the court now with just one minute to play in the game. Gargis controlling it up top. Gargis controls the ball. Left volleyball line. Drills around Tywin. Brings it back. First trying to run out the clock right now. Kicks it to Alex Batto. 33 on the clock now. Batto control. Joe with the right hand. Attacks the paint. Goes up for the layup. Alex Batto splitting the defenders. Finishing uh, with the contact. No foul called, but the two points on the board. That's four on the game for Batto. Good move there by Alex. And so now Farmerville coming back on the attack. 13 seconds on the clock. And Batto... Almost coming up with the steal there. Palmerville recovers. They kick it out to Lee. They can call a foul on the baseline. Foul called against Alex. They're going to say that Alex forced the defender out of bounds on the baseline. And so number one, Jason Luke will be going to the line for two. First free throw is good for him. Makes it an 84 to 39 score at the moment. Second free throw, no good. Tool now controls the board. Clock's not starting. <laughs> now there it goes. Tool trying to make the pass over to Gargis. It's stolen by Lee. Lee now pulling up, fading three, way off. Rebounded by Jones. Just put back at the buzzard. It's no good. And so in the, in the last round of pool play, our Hornets pull out an 84-39 win to advance over into the championship bracket. So, 84-39 win for our Hornets. We'll be right back with the post-game show brought to you by Dr. Dan Fuentes. You're listening to Hudson. 
Hornet basketball here on The Nest. Hi, I'm Dr. Dan Fuentes. I'm a board-certified orthopedic surgeon at the Texas Special Center here in Lufkin, Texas. I'm excited to announce a fascinating breakthrough in orthopedic care, the VSI or Vision Scope. This is a very small scope that I can place into either your shoulder or knee to help diagnose any problems that may be causing your pain. Here's how it works. You're completely awake, in my office, using a local anesthetic with minimal discomfort. You'll be able to view the entire procedure along with me. It's safe, practical, affordable, and takes literally a matter of minutes. You can return to work or school immediately afterwards, and as the only orthopedist in the East Texas area to perfect this device, please call my staff for an appointment to see whether VSI is for you. You can contact Dr. Dan Fuentes at the Texas Specialist Center at 936-630-8833. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome back here to the Ferris Texas for the postgame show brought to you by Dr. Dan Fuentes. Our Hornets just put a drumming uh, on, on Farmersville, on the Farmersville Farmers. Uh, final score, 84-39. Uh, just uh, a game all around. Um, Young team for Farmerville. They got talent coming up, still developing, still getting used to everything. Uh, but more importantly, with this win, the Hornets are now advancing the championship bracket, and they'll actually actually be playing at 4:30 this afternoon to uh, against Clarksville. Now, understand something: uh, if you're still listening with us, you want to listen to this game. It's going to be something worth listening to. Uh, incredible talent from Clarksville. High, uh, high nationwide recruits. Uh, solid team, athletic. Uh, we can play with them. It's not, we don't anticipate a blowout by any means, so we're expecting a good ball game coming up this afternoon. Hopefully you'll listen in for the first round of, of the championship. Uh, play for us. Uh, we'll kind of determine whether we can go for first place or go for consolation. This is a stacked tournament, by the way. Yes, sir. This is a great tournament. Solid teams all around. There's not one weak team that will be in this championship bracket, so it's going to be great competition Amazing, amazing for us getting ready, preparing for district. Absolutely, it's going to just just completely benefit us uh, quite well. And so we're at a, at a one hour break right now between uh, between pool play and bracket play, and then we'll get things back going. Uh, I believe it. Uh, um, let me see. At three o'clock, yeah, three o'clock will be the first round of bracket play happening up here. Uh, and so we'll be able to inform you what's happening, what's going on, who's doing what, and what's what's happening when. So. Uh, our player of the game, before we let go, without a doubt, Josiah Gargis just really uh, came back out of his shell. Had 25 points tonight, and really just um, and listen, it's not just 25 uh, individually created points. This was a team effort. I wish we, could, you know, if we had a player of the game, it'd probably just be the Hudson Hornets in general because team defense uh, all the way around uh, was there. Help side was there, back side was there, and so can't complain. Now, I got a little sloppy at times, but yeah, that's going to happen when you're in a blowout win like this and not playing the typical players that, that are in the game. So, Josiah Gargas, congratulations, player of the game with 25 points this, uh, this afternoon. We've got another game coming up at 4.30. You, you want to listen in. I promise you, if you can't make the drive, even if you want to make the drive, you probably can't make it here in time. So, listen in to us. We'll be bringing you the action. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be live at 4.30, maybe a little bit before. Um, it's going to be an exciting basketball. Darren, good job today, bud. Appreciate it. I'd like to give a big shout-out to DJ Jazzy Jared. He did great over there. Is it Jazzy Jared now? It's not Jammin' Jared anymore? I think Jazzy Jared sounds better. You think it sounds? Well, that's fine with me, too. So, yeah, good job working the boards over there. Uh, we appreciate you, bud. And we'll be back at 4.30 this afternoon. 
Uh, for my brother Darren Simmons, I'm Chris Simmons bringing you the action. Thank you so much for listening to Hudson Hornet Basketball here on The Nest. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. 